I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilize the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Hello, you're listening to Chelsea Shorts from the RHS, an exclusive peek behind the scenes of the greatest flower show on earth. Today, Space to Grow. I'm Catherine Potsidis, the show manager for the RHS Chelsea Flower Show, and talking to you from behind the scenes at the show today. We are really excited this year at the show to have a brand new category called the Space to Grow Gardens. And these are gardens to inspire the gardener in all of us. Anyone can grow plants be it on your kitchen windowsill, on your balcony, or if you're lucky enough to have a patch outside in the ground there. It's really great to see these gardens and the idea behind them is to really um, inspire with little flourishes and little takeaway ideas. So we've got a really nice variety there, everything from the very conceptual, incorporating amazing sculptures, which perhaps you might like in your own garden, uh, to the very sort of relatable kind of urban setting gardens such as Kate Gould's West End Garden. My name's Kate Gould and I'm a garden designer. I get all the really fun jobs today. I am driving a transit van, trying to get out of the showground, just delivered a whole load of plants, and now we're stuck in mid-afternoon gridlock. It's about as far as from the glamour as you can possibly get when you're streaked with mud, and <laughs> yeah, it's the best place to be. Chelsea is always a challenge, but this year we are, you know, being very British about it and complaining about the weather completely. So we would normally be saying, oh my God, it's raining so much, but actually now it's too hot, too dusty, and the wind is a killer here because it's just desiccating not only the plants but us. So we are working on a 10 by 10 metre space to grow garden for the Sir Simon Milton Foundation and the New West End Company that is sort of a sort of a take on a modern London square, somewhere for people to go and sit would work possibly all time all times of the year as well we've got such a heritage of big parks in in the uk and in london in particular but we're living increasingly now in in certain in cities in tighter spaces so greening any space that you can is not only good for people but also for for wildlife for pollinating insects bees are in decline anything that we can do to our cities is is really important now that we're getting much more built up all the smaller areas we're trying to green up as well and sort of this is really what this goes out to show I mean, we are going much more naturalistic. We're stuck in a traffic jam outside Mark Gregory's garden, and actually, um, it is really lovely and really natural, and it's something that you would never get tired of. So maybe that's what we're aiming for, is things that aren't necessarily in fashion, but bridge fashion and time, and are right for their space. You know, a small space is actually better if it is divided. It will often look bigger. So don't be afraid of, of chopping your spaces up and creating little rooms and quiet corners. It doesn't all have to be viewed in one go. The centre of our garden is sort of planting that you could take home and that would work all year. I always think that's important as well. It's not just specifically for one week in May. 
The trees are all pollution tolerant, so a lot of the planting is plants that will survive within polluted areas. And you'd be surprised how much does. I mean, roses will, a lot of the, a lot of tree species will as well. So it's got big vertically planted green walls, which not only help to deaden sound in cities, but they cover a large surface area, so they're helping to clean the air too, because you get a lot of plants per square metre. If your garden abuts the M25, pretty much there is nothing that you can do. But, you know, there are specific products that will help baffle road noise. So there is acoustic fencing. We're not using that here. So we're using sort of some dense evergreens. They provide a buffer zone, which is always good. And really, in, in the garden that we've got here, it's a, it's a sunken area, which also helps because your noise is above you. But also ferns and sort of planting that will absorb noise. Also, there are elements of kinetic energy which is sort of paving that you walk on and as you walk on it, it moves slightly and creates electricity. So actually, just by walking down the street, you could start to, you know, power your kettle or put your lights on or do those kind of things. And in small polluted spaces as well, you know, air sits in small spaces. So actually part of this energy is going to power some fans to move pollution around, just get it out of the spaces so that these, these sort of green areas become much more inviting for people to spend time in. This is a company here called PaveGen who are installing it for us and it is absolutely real. It's being used a lot more on the continent and I think as time goes on technology will move. Um, completing time is probably what I'm looking forward to and just sitting in the garden because we spend you know two weeks, two and a bit weeks running around like blue-arsed what's-its. It's just nice to sit and relax and actually absorb it because it's only here for five days and actually you've got to enjoy it while you can. It's like a peony, it's like a big peony of show garden. You can download all our podcasts and find images and news from the shows on our website, rhs.org.uk, or follow us on social media at the underscore RHS. I'm walking down the path in my garden and I have a suggestion for you on how you could help with global warming. With a large lawn, I found a simple way of making a big difference. I sold my ride-on mower and bought a top-of-the-range Cress robotic lawnmower. It runs off rechargeable batteries and uses cutting-edge technology to mow and maintain a lawn this size. The petrol mower has gone, and with it, the emissions. I actually don't know why I didn't sell the ride-on sooner. With the Cress robotic lawnmower, the lawn is actually looking better. The tiny grass cuttings fall into the grass roots, helping to fertilise the grass. And the family doesn't have to put up with the noise and fumes from the ride-on. And I've freed up more of my time to spend with them and in the garden. It's an easy step. And you could also be making that change today. Ask for Cress in your local garden machinery dealer. Or visit cress.com. Discover the beauty of an RHS membership all year round. Save 25% off an RHS membership today when paying by direct debit. Prices start at just £55.50. With a membership, you'll gain access to an array of special events at our gardens all year round. Be the first to know about RHS flower shows and get exclusive member-only days plus reduced rate tickets. And you'll have the chance to enhance your gardening know-how with access to free expert garden advice, monthly editions of The Garden magazine, and so much more. Terms and conditions apply.